to the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Welcome back to the Secrets of the Self-Made. This is episode number 18, and I couldn't be more excited because we have a fan favorite here today. This is our resident, I'm, I'm quoting, unquoting, um, our resident cook. And I would say she has probably heightened people's awareness around how easy it is to cook low carb better than myself or Rhonda has even put together. She is really uh, beloved within our student union. And so I thought it is high time to have Lori Healy on this podcast. So as always, we are going to start with a little icebreaker question, Lori. They're going to get to know you and who you are as a student of Self-Made You, but we're kind of curious about who you were in your past life as a student. Um, tell us, what was your high school mascot and how did you show school spirit? Um, it was a rocket. And rocket. <laughs> um, I was on the, the dance line in high school. So, um, you know, I just loved going to football games, basketball games, hockey games, that kind of stuff. So I was really into school spirit and pep uh, bath and stuff. Did they literally have like somebody dress up as a rocket? Yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> just a belt costume. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So with that, introduce yourself. Tell us like, where did you grow up? And tell us like, what does your life look like today? Um, so I grew up in Rochester, Minnesota, and I now live in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. And I went to UW-Madison and I got my degree in marketing and management, a double majored. And I worked in advertising sales for about four years, downtown Minneapolis. And I just kind of thought that sitting in an office, working till late, not getting home till, you know, six o'clock wasn't what I wanted to be like for when I had kids someday. And my mom was a teacher. My husband was a teacher at the time. And so I thought, you know, maybe I want to be a teacher. And that way I will have my summers off to be with my kids. And so I went back to school while I was working full time and got my elementary teacher's license and um, was subbing. And then I got pregnant with her first and I didn't want to leave her <laughs> with anybody. So um, I decided to open up an in-home daycare business. And so she's almost 22. So I've been doing it about 22 years now. Wow. Um, I love working from home. I love being my own boss. Um, I do it for teachers, kids. So I don't do it. Um, well, I do it part-time in the summer now. So it's a really a, a good gig for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. With the little kids. Um, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing now for almost 22 years. Um, so I have a 22 year old daughter, an 18 year old daughter, and then a 17 year old son. Awesome. Awesome. I didn't realize that we lived sort of parallel lives that we both have children at the university of Wisconsin, Eau Claire. Mm -hmm. And no, I came out of the advertising industry. I didn't realize that you did too. So fascinating. But you took a much bigger, uh, you know, turn in the direction of doing daycare. And I can't even imagine <laughs> how challenging that must be some days. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. yeah, it works. It works for me, works for us. So. Yeah. So, okay. So what attracted you to self-made you? You've been with us for quite some time now. What yeah, initially almost. attracted you? Um, so I heard about it from my sister who's neighbors with Rhonda. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I guess there's two parts that attracted me, the weight loss part of it, but also the coaching thing too. Um, I was going through some bad personal stuff that you know um and my sister knew about that um and so that's i guess kind of what deep down like attracted me was to maybe get help with some of that stuff um but then the weight loss part of it was you know really important to me too so i've done like you know so many other people other programs and and stuff but this one appealed to me with having the coaching part of it. Um, even though I didn't really dive into that with you for a while, (laughs) you know, it wasn't easy for me to talk about that or share about it, but, um, so yeah. Yeah. And I will say for those people who are listening, you know, who are like, yeah, you know, weight loss or, or being overweight maybe is like this underlying, obstacle that I deal with day in and day out. And it, it seems to always just be kind of a part of me. It's an, it's a part of my identity that I'm always looking for that next way of losing the weight, but yet there's also struggles within your life that are, you know, way outside of your weight. Um, whether those are relationship issues, whether those are financial issues. um, I, I do want to just kind of underscore that we use the weight loss as a kind of as a hook, because Mm -hmm. ultimately what we teach at self-made you is how to take responsibility for all of your results, whether they're unintentional or intentional. And the, the, model solving the mind math is applicable to every single obstacle that you have in your life, any sort of unwanted feeling, any sort of, um, you know, bad habit or, um, any, anything that you really are struggling with, you can take that model and you can apply it to anything. We just, know that we cast the widest net when we talk about Mm -hmm. weight loss, but we highly encourage our students to apply it. And we actually hold their hand through it, through applying it to different areas of their life. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And I'm so tickled that that was something else that attracted you to us. Um, So tell us what came of that. What differences did you experience after joining 
Um, versus like other programs that I've. Yeah. Or just like specifically what, what kind of results did you experience or kind of, and what were maybe some of the major concepts that you've learned and been able to apply? Um, I think a big one is just the whole concept of self-coaching was like huge for me. Never have done anything like that before. Um, and using the model that you talk about in our coaching, um, I, that helps a lot if I'm struggling with something like not related to, well, sometimes related to weight loss, but other things too. Um, and just things like thinking in my head, if I'm, you know, worried about something, like I have to remind myself, was this a fact or is it just thoughts? Um, and also when you say that I can do hard things, that's been like a really good concept for me. Um, do you believe that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people who are listening, sometimes it does take kind of borrowing my belief, my belief that you can do hard things. But once you start to borrow that belief and you take action, you start creating evidence for yourself that you can then believe in. Right. And so I think that that's kind of what Lori has experienced, maybe, uh, you know, initially she didn't quite believe it. And so she could kind of borrow my belief in her and her ability. And now she has created evidence that she can believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, I think, really good concept that I've um, tried to incorporate into my life is when one time you gave a, I was talking to you about something and just how trying to find uh something good that came from like a really bad situation. And I remember thinking like, Oh, nothing (laughs) like what in the world could have come good from this. And then you kind of helped me like work through that. And so now if I'm, you know, struggling with something, it's like, try to always see if there's some good that, you know, came out of it. So I thought that was a really good concept for me. Yeah. And obviously a concept that can be applied in all areas of your life. Um, Typically, you know, especially in those those circumstances where our brain really wants to argue for the fact that this is, you know, devastating and we're going to die because of, you know, the circumstance. And there is always, you know, a way to reframe that so that you feel different. Um, You know, people who are struggling with circumstances outside of being overweight, you know, if they don't have, you know, a way to frame that up, that circumstance that they're dealing with and how much control they actually have over their thinking and their feelings about that circumstance, it will be very directly connected to overeating, over drinking. So most of what we teach, you know, it is, it all kind of falls under this umbrella of buffering, using food, using alcohol, using shopping um, as a means of buffering away any of these unwanted feelings. So it's really important that we look at this comprehensively and we recognize that it's always the way we're choosing unintentionally or intentionally to think about circumstances that are making us feel a certain way and therefore having us 
reacting or responding in a certain way. And that leaves us with our experience, with our results. And so that's the methodology. That's the architecture that we, that we kind of, you know, beat into our students' heads. You know, we're constantly taking every single scenario and running it through that mind math to really see how are you unintentionally or intentionally choosing to think about that. It, there is a choice there. And sometimes just the awareness of having a choice brings forth a lot of relief. Um, and I've seen that in the um, times that you and I have coached together, just recognizing that you have a choice in how you're thinking about this provides relief. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so can you speak to any of the differences that you have experienced since you've been with self Maybe? Um, I, I don't dwell on things as much anymore, um, mm -hmm. or like play the victim because I know that I'm in control and can think about things how I want to think about them, whether truth or, you know, not worry about what others think. Um, and we've talked a lot about the gap versus the gain recently. And so I try not to keep thinking about how far I have to go. Um, and I more think about things that I've overcome um, yeah. and, and other things too. So I think about the progress that I've made right. far. Um, and that's not something that I feel like in other weight loss programs, they've ever really talked about is, you know, putting it like that. So that's been different for me. Um, and I've also learned that once I work through the model, um, sometimes things just aren't as big as a deal as I thought they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our brains love to make up a lot of drama about things. And um, yeah. it's, fascinating when in retrospect how dramatic we allow our brains to be and so um just knowing why that happens you know that doesn't mean that you're broken or that anything's wrong with you that actually means that your brain is working exactly how it's supposed to it's just catching it so that you don't react to it is the key right mm -hmm. yep awesome and then i would say one of the biggest differences probably that you've experienced is that you are a integral part of self-made you you are now like i said our resident chef <laughs> in the student union um we should probably call it like since we always uh categorize things you know in the in university terms that would be like our cafeteria yeah. you, although you serve way better food than <laughs> the school cafeteria but if you guys aren't in the student union that is our free private Facebook group where we do some free coaching. We have a lot of fun in there. Um, but Lori is in there every single Wednesday doing what's cooking Wednesday and has given us so many great recipes um, to duplicate after. And so I highly recommend getting in there. I have definitely have my favorites. And then she actually um, helped prepare some of the food at our retreat last fall. And I will never, ever, ever forget the rolls that you made. Oh. They were kind of uh, the knockoff to the red lobster rolls. Yep. Oh my gosh, those things yep. were so delicious and hard to believe that they're low carb. So 
I've brought those to other things too, and people always like them. Yeah, I, you know what, I'll link that recipe in the show notes. So everybody who's listening already has their mouth watering. Um, <laughs> you can make them. Yeah. So um, let's see. So let tell me, what do you think of when you hear me say that I believe you are a beautiful example of what it means to be self-made? What does that mean to you? Um, I think that it means that I'm like the chooser, even though that's not a word, of my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that it's up to me to be the person that I want to be, to be the creator of my future self. Um that's something you talked a lot about at the retreat that I had never thought of it like my future self before. Um, and if I want something, I have to put my thoughts to it and to get the result that I want. So so that's, that's what that means to me. Yeah. And so your secret to being self-made, what would you say that is? Um, just realizing that it all has to do with my thoughts. Um, and that, I get to write my own story and that if I get stuck on something else, something at all, then I just use the model to help me get through it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the thoughts having, you know, that's a big part of it. Yeah. And from a real tactical perspective, like what does that look like? Does that look like asking yourself questions? Does that look like writing thoughts down that really resonate with you that, you know, Sometimes it's hard to commit those to memory, but you reference. What what does that look like for you? Uh, sometimes I'll st- write stuff down. I'm still not a big like journal person, um, but I guess there's like key things that maybe you've said that just stick in my brain, and so I'll just keep replaying those things, you know, in my mind. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Anything else that you want to add to this conversation? Um, I'm curious about you. What was your high school mascot and how did you show your school spirit? Ah, all right. So my high school mascot was a panther and it was very like a cartoonish type panther. It like um, my high, my kids' school mascot is a cougar and it's very realistic looking like their mascot is so cool. Like yeah. our panther was kind of pathetic to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I too loved like going to all the things like every single sport um, that I could attend and cheer on, you know, my fellow students that, you know, I would be there for sure. And I really actually even liked some of the, you know, the other cultural offerings like drama and choir and um, debate and things like that too. I really I am absolutely a cheerleader at heart, although I was not a high school cheerleader. I was actually a college cheerleader. Um, So, yeah. So my school spirit like runs through my blood. I absolutely love to to root people on. I I know a lot of people know that as at the time of this recording, I happen to be living in um, Siesta Key, Florida, and I walk the beach every day. And there is a woman who positions herself at one of the lifeguard huts every single day, seven days a week. She is out there in the morning and she's standing and clapping for all the people who are walking up and down the beach because there are some like really serious, intentional walkers, Mm -hmm. um, power walkers. And she's 
on the sidelines, clapping for them and cheering them on and thanking people for their smiles and, and telling everybody to have a good day. And I'm like, oh my God, that is who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> so before I leave here, I'm going to have my picture taken with her because I make sure and I smile and wave to her every single day. And it totally starts off my day at like on the right foot. And I'm like, you know what? She and I, I think are broken from the same mold because it's just <laughs> such a cool thing to do. So thank yeah. you so much for asking. And I want to remind everybody that we will be back here next week with more secrets from our self. Thank you. If you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body Program, where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made-and-the-letter-u.com.